Welcome to Energizing Life with Vicky Fitness. I'm Jace. I'm Lindsay. I'm Mike. Yes. <laughs> we got it on the last one. I love it. I, I'm on, I, I want to do this. Mike. Jace. Lindsay. Jace. Season three. <laughs> I've been dying to do that the entire time. <laughs> hey, this is, this, is, this is it, the wrap up of season three. Firstly, well done, thanks for for being here and getting through it, it's another one, another one bites the dust, as they say. How has it been? How's it felt for you? I don't know. Talk at once. If we're only on podcasts. <laughs> yeah, for me, I think. <clears throat> not, <clears throat> excuse me. Not only have I enjoyed giving information and being a part of it, but it's it's been an eye opener for me in listening and delving a little bit deeper into all three parts of the. Uh, motivation continuum, self-sabotage, self-determination theory. I think I've actually learned more yeah. as yeah. well as being a part of it. So it's been an interesting ride. You learn learn by teaching, right? Yeah. That's, that's how you do it. De- definitely felt like I, I knew more than I actually thought I did. Mm. When, once I started speaking about it and we started discussing it, and it's been a super, like I said at the start, I'm super excited for this season because it's things I hold really highly in my own life and it, I think it's game changing if people can get their mind around it. Mm. How's it been for you, Mike? Yeah, great as well. I listen. I love. I love it as a topic. Motivation. I've presented on the topic in the past. Uh, what I really enjoyed was the member interviews because I feel they bring it all to life. They do that. there. I told you so. Moment, right? Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's. Just, I don't want to go into each episode and recap it, but let's just let's briefly talk about what we spoke about this season. So self sabotage. Self-determination theory and the spectrum of motivation, just as you said there, Lindsay. Thoughts on it? So, yeah, I think the the main part that we wanted people to take away from the self-sabotage piece was not viewing yourself as broken and not just giving yourself that identity of, of always mucking up and things like that. And so... What did we have? Ten? I think we had ten. Mm. Many of them were, were similar. Yeah. Don't worry, we're not going to recap them. Look at panic. Where's my notes? <laughs> but just a number of ways to, to reframe yeah. it and say, is this blanket self-sabotage or how can I learn my way out of this? You know, sometimes it's a bit cheesy, but don't get furious, get curious. So if, if you're continually sabotaging yourself, you're continually failing in the same way, Let's dig in and learn something mm-hmm. about that. What's going on there? I think I mentioned that if you're chronically self-sabotaging, there's something else that you probably want, and you need to just dig in and figure out what it is or why it is. Mm-hmm. Or is it too? Or is everything just too hard? It, yeah, maybe it's just hurdles, yeah. And it's the hurdle's too high to get over, and you just keep hitting up, hitting yourself against it. Yeah, it's just like like again I said this as well. Goals are hard, and sometimes your first first attempt, you're not going to get it. Maybe, and you'd need a different approach, a different environment, a different lens to look through it so i think it's that it's that growth mindset thing of of just learning you know digging in curiosity i think it's such a valuable thing just that so you just mentioned growth mindset i'm not sure if we've ever discussed fixed in in growth mindset quickly just well there's a great book called mindset by carol dweck and her work is quite famous Mm -hmm. looking into these these two types of mindsets so the fixed mindset person sees your traits and abilities as set in stone as they were and they tend to always be trying to prove themselves yeah it's just the cards you're dealt yeah use them yeah so they're always trying to prove themselves if something goes wrong they'll maybe blame everyone else because they can't 
it's difficult to take responsibility on, on it, whereas the growth mindset person knows and appreciates that they can grow and improve and, and adjust. So they'll they'll look for a way to, I guess, learn and, and improve and, and do better next time. And that, that probably helps when talking about self-sabotage because you're stopping and reflecting on why that's not working. So you can find another path around it. Yeah, so if the fixed mindset self-sabotage, then they're going to be, it's me. Yeah, I'm broken. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the growth mindset person can act with curiosity case. and say, "Okay, well, hmm, what what am I not seeing here? What what can I look into more?" And I think on the self sabotage, we we didn't chat too much about the motivation side of it then because we had a future episode yeah. coming on the continuum. But again, it could be the approach that if the person's repeatedly going after a external motivator, and that feels pressurized and controlling and stuff, that's that's maybe another reason yeah. why they would be sabotaging their own attempts. Yeah. So taking a step back, looking at the bigger picture and realising that maybe it isn't self-sabotage, the process that you have intended to do to get yourself to that goal just isn't working. I think, I think it's globally, if you take the entire podcast, the philosophy that we spoke about in season one is just, I guess, being more educated about about fitness but about you know human behavior and motivation and yeah i think the, the more people just go down this one way where we're you can say a fixed mindset you can say external motivation you can say short term and extreme approaches to fitness like that that's one thing and and taking this broader philosophy into the journey is the goal and fitness is an infinite game but then also adding in our longer term approach to behavior change and, and skill practice that we had in season two, and then now introducing in season three a different way of viewing motivation. Like the way that the research has shown it's, it's been for 20, 30 years of research, probably more, has said that motivation is not just on off switch, but there are different types. And I think when a person can what's the word I'm wanting maybe like digest or or mm-hmm. understand or get a sense of this broader picture it can change the whole relationship with health and fitness yeah. for me it was for me it was accept that there's a bigger picture like some, sometimes you're just set on one thing and you're not willing to open up and and accept that maybe there's something else mm-hmm. so it's just like especially with motivation like you mentioned it was like a fire you know you're either on you're burning hot or you're, you're not on fire at all, you're on or off. So when, once you accept that there's a broader picture and more buckets to dive into and you can pull from, life gets easier. <laughs> I, I think as well, though, there are aspects of the not-so-helpful approach, you know, the, the all-or-nothing approach, we'll call it. There are aspects of that 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 reinforce the idea that that's the way to go, which can make it harder then to see change. So again, the the person who sets an external goal, they book a marathon or 10K or or they think, oh, when did I get in the best shape of my life? Actually, it was when I was going to Ibiza and I had this holiday or a wedding or something like that. And because because these approaches work in the short term, when they stop working, it's so easy to blame yourself and think, ah, it's me. I just need to be more disciplined mm-hmm. at this approach. Or more motivated. Or more motivated, because these other people are, are succeeding. And so what you do is you set 
you set yet another external goal that feels controlling, but you don't recognise it, that requires extreme change. And I spoke about white knuckling, you know, yeah. like so effort and willpower and discipline and all that. And because it works for a short amount of time before it fails, mm -hmm. you think the failure was because of you. And that's really... And so that's where I think people repeat, repeat, yeah. repeat, repeat, repeat. And they don't, they don't learn or appreciate that actually... It, it, it was the, it was not even just the approach, but the whole philosophy, the whole way of thinking about it, that that was the challenge. Mm -hmm. You mentioned a few times, sort of, we've all mentioned it. Spectrum of motivation, different buckets. You walk quickly. It's been a while since I did one of them. You want to quickly recap that for us? Yeah, I, I think the the big thing, you know, if if the listeners followed along the whole season. Everything we spoke about was drawn out in the, the member stories. They, um, I guess they, they just brought it to life. So we, we, for the continuum, we've got A-motivated. I'm not really sure if any of them had that, that position. Um, I would say general. Maybe the post-running, post post-marathon. Yeah. Then we've got external goals. Then we've got introjected goals, uh, or sorry, motivation, introjected motivation identified motivation and then intrinsic so that's our, our six i missed I missed one did i should we just do that the over eyes. a motivated <laughs> external this is why we said don't worry too much yeah, about the I names <laughs> a motivated external into introjected identified, identified integrated and intrinsic it's a tongue twister yeah <laughs> the, the, i think it's the easier and again if, we, if we're if the listeners to go back and, and listen to even jill on that last mm -hmm. episode we could see the different stages of motivation. I think Lindsay asked her, so why, why, what makes you get up and come in for 6.15 in the morning? And she said, I don't know, I just love it. Yeah. So it had gone away from that place of feeling like she had to exercise. To lose the weight, to yeah, feel she, she, better. She was very much in an introjected place mm -hmm. where I felt so bad about myself, I had to do something. That, that was her in, in the past. And mm -hmm. now she's at the stage where, I don't know, I just, I just love to do it. Yeah. Or again, Ryan and Jenna, it's just part of who I am. Mm -hmm. Or to step down to the identified, I love how I feel afterwards. Jill said that. She said, oh, if I didn't, if I missed my workout yeah. one day, I'd, I felt like I didn't, I didn't feel as good. she missed the 6.15 yeah. and then had to jump in the 12.15. Yeah. She just felt out of sorts. Off. Yeah. Off. And so for, for motivation, there's obviously the psychological values that we, or needs that need to be met. That was self-determination theory, and these are? That's a, a sense of autonomy, competence, and relatedness. I think if you look at the, the member interviews that we did as well, you can, you can find that in everything that they said. So Jill had mentioned just having a, a smiley place to come into where everyone was friendly and doing the things that she wanted to do and weren't scared, so it was... And having Mary to run with over yeah. lockdown. I think, I think one of the ones that hit, she said she'd gone to a gym in Denmark and it was one of those gyms, she said, where you just go on the treadmill and then you leave. Yeah. And there was all this other kit, but it scared me. And so there was a sense, like, her sense of competence was mm -hmm. thwarted. The word I'm looking for there. Thwarted. She couldn't, she couldn't, uh, she didn't feel like she was... Able. Able. And also it's that feel that everybody else is using the kit and she doesn't know... Yet she said when she came here, everybody was, was smiley and happy. Everyone was using the kit and all the kit and they were being coached on the kit. But what struck me was, it's like, it's people like me. It's that relating it. Ah, if, 
if they're doing it, then I can I do it. And I think that's one of the most powerful things because when I, when I used to train people one-on-one, it's so easy to say, look, watch me do this, yeah. you can do it. And the person maybe doesn't believe. Yeah. But the power of the group dynamic is when they can see someone that they can relate to. Ah, look, that person's just like me and they're deadlifting 100 kilos or they're, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the exercise may be. Brilliant. And do you anything to add to that? I think when it comes to self-determination theory, like going back before AKR days for me, um, say I had no idea about any of this. Not like, it's not that I wasn't interested. I just didn't know that it was a thing. Probably like most of our listeners. We don't don't get taught it. No, we don't. And it's probably one of the most important Mm. um, aspects of getting anywhere with your health and fitness. But throughout my journey through AKR, and understanding it and and seeing how important it is, not just for the business or the members, but for my own life. It's it's just something that I'm so glad that I've had and will continue to use, which also helps me with my motivation when trying to train for an an event that I don't kind of really want to do, but kind of forced into it, but I'm enjoying it. Um, But yeah, I think in the grand scheme of things, it's an important part of life. I think that the, there's a couple of important points I want to reinforce. Is one is self-determination theory is not a fitness thing. No, no. So you mentioned the their life. life, but so the listener, you know, we can think about that in work. You know, if if you want a job that you're motivated in, are you getting your basic psychological needs met? Or if you're trying to to motivate other people in your work, are they? Are they um, experiencing that sense of autonomy and competence and relatedness? And it's everywhere. Or parenting, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's everywhere. And and the degree to which someone requires a feeling of autonomy will will be different between individuals. And and the same with the other ones. Everyone knows some people who are real social characters and people who prefer to spend time on their own. But it is a basic need. People still need to be able to relate to others, and it's it's relevant for all aspects of life. Yeah, so what you're saying there is it's not. Not only is it just important for you to feel these things, but if you're a leader of a team or a manager or, or something like that, to to try and get other people to feel like that as well is going to be a game changer. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just thinking about kids, right? I don't have kids, but I bet there's people listening that could think about this, like, haven't you want to motivate your kid to do something? Help them relate to to, to other people, you know? I remember listening to this story, actually, it was probably on a podcast or in a book or something. It was, it was this guy who wanted to get his his little boy um, good at swimming, and so he found like the best swimming coach. It was, it was an American thing. He was like, oh, this guy was a college athlete swimmer, you know. And I was trying to get the, the guy in, but the, the the boy just wouldn't. He just he just wasn't having it. And then he, uh, I don't know, put the boy in a sports camp for a week or something like that, and just left him to it. And when he picked him up, he's like, what were you doing? I was swimming. (laughs) And, you know, the dad couldn't believe it, but the boy saw all the other boys his age were swimming. And so he could relate. Mm. And then also he wasn't being forced into swimming. He he chose, he had activities to choose from, he could choose to do it. Yeah. And then I guess there's an element of, oh, he realises that step by step he got some instruction, he learned how to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's definitely, okay, swimming, you could say is a health and fitness thing, but it's, it's a it's a global thing, and I think when when you start looking through it, you can see everything um, through that lens. Yeah, it's just when you're saying things like that. I always it's when you think back and 
I don't know if my grandparents had realised this or if it's just primitive for them. But, oh, can you do this? No, I can't do that. Oh, well, you know, a little Johnny down the street can do it. Oh, well, all right, that's fine, let's go. I can do it then. It's part of a, there's a tip if you haven't used that one already for yeah. your kids. When, when you can see someone that you can relate to doing it, I, mean, I think that I mentioned before, like when I first, uh, when I went bungee jumping for the first time, one of my one of my pals had, had gone, we were all on a big holiday, and one of my pals had, had come back and oh, such and such went bungee jumping. And straight away I was like, he oh. went bungee jumping, I'm going bungee jumping. <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> you, know, you can watch other people doing bungee jumping, yeah. but mm-hmm. as soon as someone you can relate to, you know or whatever, yeah. you think, I'm having some of that for me, you know. <laughs> Lindsay, you got anything, any of those stories? Not that I can think of off the top of my head, no. <laughs> Clean ones that <laughs> we, can, we can put Excuse on here. Excuse me. Do you know what? There's so many of them that I'm just like, there's, it happens every day probably. Yeah. 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 Constant. And, and yeah, so if, if you want to feel motivated, find a way to feel competent about it. Find a way to make it... Relatable. Yeah, find someone you can relate to, mm-hmm. either, either as a teacher or a peer, or do it in a social set, setting, um, and and yeah, do something that's of importance. Like f- find the meaning of the activity for you and the relevance for your own mm-hmm. life. I think I was going to add as well. Like so that that's one part is self determination theory, and these theories of motivation are not just fitness; they're they're life. The other thing I wanted to reinforce was within fitness. What we're, what we're doing, and I hope it comes through in the member interviews, is we're not just helping someone get fit, because I think there are so many places in fitness that do that. And I think often, not always, but often that's where people get caught in these like stop-start cycles. And what we're doing is we're trying to educate and bring people along in a journey where they change their, their how they see fitness, their perspective of it, their relationship with it. I think that's the word of what, the the relationship with food and with exercise changes. And, you know, in the interviews, talk about Jill, talk about Jenna with a marathon, Ryan, when he first came in, like, they've all got to this stage where actually, I'm doing this now, not because I have to. Like when when Jill's doctor said, you got to stop going to the gym, she said, a previous version would have have been like, yes, now I've got an excuse, now I don't have to go anymore. And yet, in this time, it was panic mode because oh, but that's my that's my thing, and I feel mm-hmm. so good with it, you know. So I think, and we've had people come in the door and and on day one say, you say, well, what's important? Well, I want to want to exercise, <laughs> I want to want to do it, yeah. and I think that's what we're trying to help people do is create an environment that makes it easy to show up, but also you know, fun and interesting, and they want to show up and want to keep coming back. Make fitness fun and achievable. Fun and achievable, and and when when people want to show up. They show up, and if they show up consistently, that's where the results come from. So the, the magic is. Yeah, the results mm-hmm. don't come from some intense six-week boot camp where you're yeah. eating nothing and exercising they come, but like quickly mad. Go. I like the I like the, the dentist analogy for this. You know, you go to the dentist once, it doesn't mean you've got good teeth. You have to brush every day. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. And so it's consistency of effort beats intensity of effort. So how do we get someone to develop the consistency of effort? Well, you create an environment that supports their sense of autonomy, their sense of competence, and in which they can relate to other people. Mm-hmm. If you do that, they're motivated to keep showing up. And if they keep showing up, then we've got a chance to educate them and to move them up through the, the, the continuum of motivation, going from that first 
external to actually, do you know what, I, I quite like doing yeah. this now. Or I'm just the sort of person that does, it's, it's just a part of my routine. How often did we hear, hear those, mm -hmm. those words? It's like we, we can't motivate you, but we can create a space where you'll motivate yourself. Exactly. Exactly, and I think that yeah, what a life. That is the ultimate thing because going back to what, how we started the motivation one is is people think they're always looking for someone or something to motivate them, but this real motivation, this long lasting motivation, comes from within. And mm -hmm. like Lindsay said, I can't, we, I can't motivate you, or I could. You know, you could do something that yeah, might you do the get a reaction. Yeah, rah rah. You're a cheerleader, yeah. but it's going to burn yeah. out. Yeah, but It'll get old very But quickly. the best way. <laughs> An analogy for that is, is like going back to kids, is you build the playground and the kids will play. You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's the thing. And that's, that's I guess, what, what, yeah. what we're trying to do is build the right environment so that the, the person, whatever stage of journey they're in, can come in and yeah, feel motivated to come back again and again. Powerful stuff. It is. Powerful, powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. Mike, do you have any... Last in words for season three. Anything you want to leave the listeners with? Mm, Come back to you. Okay, I'll go on then, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Lindsay? Um, I think even if you take one thing from the last eight episodes, it would be to find somewhere that you feel like you belong, that you're comfortable in, and you're seeing progression. Yeah, and just accepting, going back to like some of the self-sabotage stuff and things. What I'm, I'm just thinking now, I'm wary of making it all just sound, ah, like if we just do this, then it's, yeah. it's happily ever after. It's hard. But it's recognising that we're all still humans. We're all... So we, we still, in quotes, self-sabotage now. Yeah, yeah. And, and still lean on external motivation yeah. or still sometimes get pulled into that, right, I'm going to set this, I'm, gonna, I'm going on yeah. holiday and I'm going to do this extreme thing. And I'll thing. continue to do that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and it's, all, it's all part of it. So what, what we're absolutely not trying to say is just like ah now here's the magic answer because mm -hmm. that's no different from the magic answer of of all the fad diets yeah but it's just about educating yourself and i think taking a a broader perspective of things and, and it can make a real difference looking at the bigger picture yeah looking at the bigger picture any final thoughts no nothing for me from you, you jace for me it would be if we can help in any way reach out we would love to, to see you in. If you've been a listener, come on in. It's Head to our website. Mike, what's the website? It's akrfitness.com. Oh, I see. You knew that one. <laughs> Lindsay, what's the hashtag? Hashtag energising podcast. That's no, not. <laughs> <laughs> energising my podcast. <laughs> I did that on purpose. Every time. <laughs> I got it right the last three times. <laughs> Mike, you look like you're about to tell me something. Not really. I was just, oh. you know, if, if someone is listening, they want to reach out. Mm -hmm. we're always, uh, we can we can have a chat and yeah. Get them take it for, from there. Yeah, get them in for a strategy yes. session. Yes, love to meet you. Absolutely. All right, folks, that is all from us for season three. Thank you so much for listening. If you could please share, subscribe, give us a rating and a review, share it to your stories with the hashtag Energizing Life Podcast. Energizing Life <laughs> Podcast, and for everything else, it's our website akrfitness.com, and we will see you back for season four. Thank <laughs> you.